lots of excitement today and uh, boy I tell you it is a uh, it, it's uh, uh, got golf going on up at the Metroplex Stephen I've decided to go out I, it's been a long time since I've been able to see PGA golf in person and with uh, uh, Spieth off to a great start yesterday, the tournament being played in a place where I have a lot of family from in McKinney, I have decided to uh, to take Meredith, and we're going to go out there and enjoy the sights and sounds of Craig Ranch. Go see a little golf. Stephen, are you excited about that? Are you excited for me to see us out there just kind of making our way around the 18 holes, the Byron Nelson, the AT&T Byron Nelson? Are you going to pick somebody to follow, Matt, or are you just going to kind of take it all in? Well, I I, um, I like to kind of get to a certain part of the course. I'll find a place where I can see several things happening, like if there's a way at the turn or something where I can see some tee shots off 10 uh, or off 11 and maybe see 10, uh, uh, you know, the 10th hole. I like to find a place where I can see a lot going on. And, and and see different things happening. I love hearing the caddies and the uh, players talk. Um, I, I I love watching golf on TV, but and I don't. It's not like I constantly want to go to tournaments. I used to cover a lot of golf, in fact. But it is really fun every once in a while to go get go see the best in the world and get up real close and and be able to observe some of those things. And and um, I I think. Uh, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be great. They're playing at Craig Ranch, TPC Craig Ranch out there in McKinney. So I'm going to make my way out there tomorrow. And we've got a lot going on this weekend. In fact, um, Kim Mulkey is going into the Naismith Hall of Fame. That's happening. There are going to be festivities Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. The um, Stephen, there's a lot going on. The actual, I know you had the TV thing in front of you at one point. There's going to be like a, a Q&A type press conference is that this afternoon Stephen? does that take i think that takes place this very afternoon and um uh that's like at eh, about three at three thirty this afternoon they're going to have a a press conference mm-hmm. that's uh, that's on yeah. nba tv and that's actually from one to two thirty so it looks like it's starting right central now. or east central does it say yep, oh, central one time. to two thirty central oh well Stephen, should we be oh we don't have NBA. <laughs> we don't get nba I, tv in i get it on my phone I could like I could see it. All right, but but Mark Spears is running that, and that'll be interesting. This is a fascinating class, a large class because they couldn't do last year's. And Kobe is going in this one, and obviously that's probably going to get the uh, majority of the attention. But Rudy Tomjanovich and our own Kim Mulkey, and uh, we're excited for Kim. And Stephen, I was, uh, you know, I thought that was really cool to see some of our local news stations making the trip now. Maybe maybe most of them did. I don't know about our man over at Channel 6, the great Curtis Quillen. I'm not sure what their budget was. I noticed today Julie Hayes. Stephen, are you familiar with her work over at KWTX? Yes. Julie's been in Waco for a number of years. Does a great job. Julie took her son with her, just made it a family trip, and, um, and she was out in front of a beautiful body of, of water. I don't know if it was a river or lake or whatever. And uh, it, they're having this thing at the Mohegan Sun Casino. So Kim can be inducted and then go play some craps or go, uh, go, go play some blackjack or whatever there in the casino. I wonder what Kim, I know she doesn't drink alcohol. I wonder if she gambles any. 
anyway, uh, that that's where this thing is going. <laughs> what do you think place. Kim Mulkey's vice is? Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Let us know. <laughs> she told me recently. She said, she said, Matt, I've never smelled alcohol and I've never tasted it. So, anyway. Steven, that's my kind of mission fit. Isn't that what a mission fit is? <laughs> Sounds like it. My kind of mission fit at a, at a university. All right, uh, lots going on there. Sounds like and she then, would have been there at College Avenue praying that McGregor would stay dry back in the day. <laughs> there was some place, Stephen, uh, Sal Alamia in my hometown in Kaufman. Sal had a place called L&L. And then at some point he opened up another place and they made the greatest cheeseburgers. And then as when I was uh, in high school, Stephen, junior high and high school, I loved the, the mozzarella cheese sticks were a big player. Um, I know it may still be a big player in your game, but at that time. Yeah, Sonic that was, does those right, man. You should run yeah, by there sometime. I was really into those. And, but it was right after Kaufman, like around the time I was in high school, Kaufman or, yeah, right around then, Kaufman uh, voted to become wet, all right? And that means, for for our younger audience, that means um, that they sold alcohol in, in, in town. And Mom was not pleased that I was going to a place to get my cheeseburger and cheese sticks at a place that served alcohol. So she was not pleased with the Lalamias, but the Lalamias did a great job and then also Country Corner there in Kaufman made a great, the Antuna Brothers made a great cheeseburger. One of the great, the greatest cheeseburgers ever are usually at like convenience stores where they have like a grill in the back. That sounds weird, but the convenience store food, every once in a while, you can really do some great damage on. And Bosqueville, is there, is that, does that sound like a place, Stephen? That is a place, you, yes. That, mm-hmm. that um, when I was at Baylor, we used to go out to Bosqueville. And they had a little gas station out there. We'd go for, like, fried catfish night. Or we'd go out to Westphalia or somewhere like that. Is that a place? I know Tom. You know, Tom's back there. Tom's, like, Tom's Mosley banging. Doesn't know, Mosley doesn't know Bosky. Yes, Tom's I do, Tom. Tom's banging down the doors. Matt knows Clint Zander very well. Oh, Does a good job Lee. there. Good program. Uh, yeah, that reminds me of a, a time <laughs> in high school when my mom, I was coming home, and my mom texted me, like, hey, can you put me up a, a Dr. Pepper? And I ran by... Uh, a place in McGregor and got her one and came home and she was upset with me because I got it from a, one of the few places in town that was selling alcohol at the time. <laughs> you went in there. They do, our moms did not like us to be in those types of establishments. Now, Stephen, it's hard to find a place that doesn't sell alcohol. Like any convenience store, think about that. When's the last time you walked into some place in Waco um, – Anywhere in Central Texas, Temple. I, w- I wonder what is the – Texas, if you know the last community out there, there's still some dry communities around Central Texas. I would think Mejia took the plunge a few years back. If you if you know of a dry community in Central Texas, I want to hear from you. I know Rosebud a lot. I think they're selling alcohol out there. I think my – I think my man Mike Holscher from there pr- probably probably would be able to help us on that front. You remember Stephen when we had that listener from ten to noon a few a couple of years ago? That was like that extremely wise. You know, they always had yeah. a great take Steve. on things, and they Steve were always from. It was like Rosebud, Rosebud Lot. I think those are or Stephen like Rosebud. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, Stephen Rosebud. Steve, if you're out there, I'd love to hear from you sometime. It's Mosley and Simcox. <clears throat> we do the show every day at 1 o'clock, and uh, we, we're always excited to do that. Uh, I did want to tell you, uh, in addition to the – oh, Stephen, let's run over the other part of that. So Kim Mulkey has arrived. Right now, as we speak, they're doing the news conference. That's being shown on the NBA channel. Uh, and then um, and then tomorrow, Stephen, is the – I think tonight they're going to have like their gala event, and then they're going to show it on a tape delay tomorrow. And then the actual enshrinement – Stephen, is that on Sunday? Does that sound right to you? Uh, it is on. No, it's actually tomorrow from 4.30 Central to 7 Central, and it's on ESPN. So from four, starting at 4.30 tomorrow, you can catch the Hall of Fame enshrinement on ESPN. I'll see if how I can many, find a, a list how, of how who many, goes first. Uh, yeah, how many of that's That's right. I don't know if I want to watch the whole thing. I want to, hear, I want to see Michael Jordan introduce um, Kobe, right? Is he so he's doing yes, he's Kobe doing Kobe and Coach Mulkey. and Kim. Okay, that's going to be great. But um yeah, I love seeing Julie Hayes out there KWTX. Good on you. New, whoever the news director is, good on you. I mean, that's big time. Sending in this time of COVID and everybody's claiming they don't have any money and oh my gosh, I've got no budget. I mean, we can't do anything in life. Let's let's lay everybody off. KWTX ponied up the money to send Julie Hayes, and boy, Julie won't stay just anywhere. You know Julie was like, give me the best resort. I got to be at the best place. But Julie said in this broadcast I saw, Steve, in this report, is a long report she did with the anchor, that she had been, been invited to this dinner tonight, the gala event, and she's going to get to take her family to that. And Kim had seen that she was invited to that. Isn't that awesome? I like that. Kim still taking care of of local media. I really like that a lot. And I like that our local media is sending people out there. And I saw Louisiana Tech. Uh, I know Baylor will have some representatives. They had a they had a couple that was uh, headed out there. They're going to have a nice contingent. Louisiana Tech's new AD. Man, that's pretty cool. He jumped in. A, he got a private jet, and he's taking a bunch of Louisiana Tech people out there. Very cool. That's where she got her start. In Ruston. She played there, and then she coached there. Very, very cool of Louisiana Tech to do it the right way. All right, Stephen, do you think I, – I, uh, I was joking with Kim. I didn't really hear back. She may have not really liked the joke. I reminded her that to what to – that Michael Jordan in 2009 used this opportunity to settle a lot of scores to, <laughs> to kind of go at a bunch of people. And I told her that maybe she ought to not do that. Just focus on all the good things that have happened. And, uh, Stephen, I think Kim would probably prefer that I just kind of stay out of it and maybe not give any advice on, like, her enshrinement speech. I would hope that she would say shout-out to Mosley and Simcox for all the support they've shown me. I, I hope so. Yeah, happen. I think that'll happen. But maybe she didn't respond because she is going to do that. She's just going to spill the beans tomorrow just and really go at people. Stuff. Yeah. So I don't know who's all going. I bet Robarts will find his way out there. The great Kyle Robarts. He's a guy who, man, from the way I understand it, during this search that resulted in Nikki Collin coming to Baylor, um, he was just invaluable. I mean, he was in the middle of that thing. And um, and then I think, I think Robarts is going to, 
maybe hopefully go out to Mohegan Sun, Connecticut, uh, the casino. And I think he's just going out there to gamble, Stephen. I don't know if he's even going to the enshrinement. No, he's going to go and support Kim. So um, I I kind of have – I kind of think Kim was wanting to uh, – I kind of get the feeling from talking to Kim that, boy, she was really, really wanting Robarts to come with her. But Robarts, he's committed to the Baptist. Even though he went to a Church of Christ school, he's very committed to the Baptist. And it looks like we're going to get to keep him. All right, Mosley and Simcox. Stephen, I've been digging on some things, all right? And that's always scary when I do kind of a Mosley investigation. But I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of excited about this rookie minicamp. All right, the, 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 they've started talking. The Cowboys rookies have arrived. The minicamp has started today, and we're hearing from them. And I've got some interesting intelligence on where Micah Parsons, the newest first-round pick, is going to be lining up on third down. That is next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly sunny skies today, meaning more clouds than sunshine. Highs top out at 80 degrees. We'll see increasing clouds tonight as lows drop to 64. And tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of a rain shower late and a high of 84. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Glenn Moore, our guest, Baylor softball coach here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, you know, back when I was with Eddie Fainer and the King of the Sport, he used to do a hidden ball trick where the catcher had to slap their mitt and pretend they caught a pitch and then they'd walk off the field when you never even threw one. And we had a batter one time uh, get so upset about that that uh, he was arguing about it. And we thought he was arguing that he didn't uh, throw the pitch, but he thought the ball was hot. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid 
with your house's lid. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. One winner will have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. At UBO Business Services, being the premier copier service provider in Texas has its advantages. In production, UBO is the only dealership in North America that can sell and service the Xerox, Iridesc, and Versant lines, as well as Konica Minolta's Acuro Press line and Ricoh's Production Pro 7210SX. In wide format, UBO offers HP's industry-leading line of equipment. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Astros hit a season high five home runs and beat the Angels 9 1 to take that series. After a day off, the Rangers start a series with the Astros in Houston. First pitch at 7 10, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB's men's golf team advanced to the final two days of the NCAA Division III National Championship. In the second round, the crew moved up two spots in the team standings and were one of 18 teams to make the cut and advanced to the final two rounds. They tee off round three today. Area round in high school baseball get started for some today. In 6A, Midway at Rockwall at 7. Belton hosts Garland Sassy at 7. In 4A, China Springs versus Taylor at Lake Belton at 7. Lake Belton versus Jasper at Navasota at 7.30. In 3A, Troy versus Codwell at Mumford at 5. And Whitney versus Academy at Whitney at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ready for the weekend and uh, a little PGA golf. I'm going to represent the station out there. Go cover a little PGA. See what's going on with Byron Nelson. Great round yesterday for uh, Spieth. Sinks about a 60-footer for Eagle on the 18th. And uh, that's a way to finish. That's a way to have a great round out there. It was tied at uh, nine under after that first round. And uh, we'll kind of see how that thing goes today. Stephen, have you been taking a peek at that leaderboard? I love it when you... I love it when you kind of get going on one of those leaderboards. J.J. Spawn, kind of an interesting name that doesn't always come up in these circles. S-P-A-U-N tied uh, Spieth. But Spieth had never, in 34 rounds at the Byron Nelson, he had never had a bogey-free round in his entire career at the Nelson. And yesterday he did. He had a bogey-free round. So I am... uh, I'm 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 excited to get out there, check out John Rahm's out there. I hope he makes it to the weekend. I got to see where Rahm is. DeChambeau, he was apparently. I talked to some people last night that had uh, been near him, and he was grumbling around, and there were some things he didn't like. And uh, Stephen, he 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 drove up, and they didn't have a parking space for him. He didn't have a he he couldn't find a good parking space for whatever his nice big nice vehicle is, and so. Uh, vehicle and uh DeChambeau was very upset about that was mm. very uh 
Yes, yes. I'm doing a lot of complaining. Does that shock you? <laughs> no, he's a different guy. Uh, yeah, your leader right now is Kayong Hon Lee. He's 14 under for the tournament. He was 7 under today. Um, his round today is over. And then Jordan Spieth, Matt Kuchar uh, are, are both 11 under. So they're three shots back, and they're also in the clubhouse. Um, Lee Westwood at 9 under. Charles Howell at 9 under. They're five shots off the lead. Uh, and then it's it's pretty bunched up after that. But Keong Hon Lee at 14 under through uh, two rounds today. You say that name with some flair. I like that. <laughs> Do my best. Do my best. <laughs> you know me in pronunciations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so one more time for folks that missed that. That's and okay. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Lee. Okay. All right. Uh, lots going on Keong today. Hon Lee. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Glad to see it. Um, there's some stuff going on that um, with the Cowboys today, and I'm seeing some interesting quotes start to come in. One is this new defensive lineman, Chancey Golston, big, long, lean, play, got a little versatility to him. Uh, he said he's not going to just play solely on the left side, wants to be a, quote, Swiss Army knife. Now, Stephen, do you know – are you too young to remember the old Swiss Army knife? Did you ever have one of those? I guarantee you, your parents did. Have you ever had a Swiss Army knife? Do you know what that term means? Yes, I did have a Swiss Swiss Army knife at one time. At least like okay. a toy one when I was a kid. Uh huh. Yeah, it has a lot of different. You can cut your nails with it. You got a little knife. You got some tweezers. You got a few different things. You you can even maybe take a little toothpick out of it. Okay, if you got a really good Swiss Army knife, and so that's a person that can play a lot of different positions. That means that Golston will eventually work inside as a three technique in nickel or dime sub packages. And he said, that's how I got on the field my first time at Iowa. Um, now, he said of his first time in the new facility, they, they said, I walked in the building and I'm like, okay, this is top notch right here. I'm trying not to get caught up the glitz and glamour. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Said he's going to focus on the on-field product. Um, now, Stephen, did you get to see? I don't know if our people saw it. We'll let them know how to find that. In fact, we might put a link on our Facebook page, or we might tweet it out. Um, Stephen, if you're wondering why somebody requested from you the other day, like, hey, how many downloads are y'all getting? I had explained to one of our friends in sales how many. Uh, that that our, some of our interviews are getting like crazy amount of downloads. All right, that's that's. Uh, I just didn't want you to wonder kind of where that question came from. But we we love our people who stream us, and some of you listen to things later in the day, and we appreciate that. Um, Stephen Kelvin Joseph, also known as YKDV Bossman Fat, uh, as a rapper, of course, put out yeah. a couple of yes, but YKDV Bossman Fat. Stephen, do we know what YKDV stands for? Have you looked that up or not? Uh, I have not looked that up, no. YKDV. This is the kid that played at LSU and then went to uh, Kentucky. Stephen, is LSU, do they normally let really good defensive backs transfer to other universities? Generally not. And okay. apparently this was due to some attitude and off-the-field issues. Mm -hmm. uh, usually they have a pretty lenient policy down there with the Bayer Bengals. Yeah, and that stuff he was on usually puts you in a pretty good mood. <laughs> I 
Okay. Uh, Stephen, this is uh, Boss Man Fat, was quoted saying, and by the way, did he go to Kentucky for academic purposes? Was that it? He just wanted to further his academic his academic career? I think so, Quote, yep. I just know my difference between – they were asking him about his rap career. He goes, I just know my difference between my hobbies and my professions. Making music, it's just a hobby. Right now, it's strictly business. Okay, he was also asked if he's going to start, whether he expects to start week one. He said that would be a blessing. But right now, I'm just working to get familiar with everything and master everything before I step onto the field. Uh, he's yet to connect, Stephen, with Trafon Diggs, the other starting cornerback, def- uh, because he's out of town right now. All right, we'll give him some leeway on that. Cowboys second rounder uh, was asked about his goals. He said, elevating my game, learning more, becoming a leader, building a foundation for myself so I can make a stamp on the game with my teammates so we can win that Super Bowl. Ooh, I like that. I really like that. Uh, Also, we're hearing from middle linebacker Micah Parsons. And um, I got to say, this is... uh, this is really interesting. I was reading some stuff he said earlier. This is the Cowboys' number 12 overall pick, their first-round pick. And, Stephen, he he said that right now he's at, they're saying middle linebacker for him and that he's going to go sideline to sideline. But on third down, he will get after the quarterback. Now, I love that. So you turned the big cat from Penn State into basically put him in there you know, sub-packages and line them up wherever. Now, they used to rush. Philadelphia used to do a thing with Jeremiah Trotter back in the day from Stephen F. Austin, and they would put him right over the center and let him blow that right up the gut, let him blow that stuff up with the, with the, pass, with the, uh, with the blitz. Call that a dog blitz. I don't know if we call it that. I just like saying that. But he, he would come right up the middle. I think – Micah Parsons will line up in a variety of areas, but I could totally see him coming off the edge. And so on third down, perhaps Demarcus Lawrence is lining up on one side and Micah Parsons lines up on the other. What will they be in? Well, it just depends on down and distance. And if they are in one of those sub packages and they, they're in a nickel type thing, you know, it'll be, it, it'll be, you know, it would, it would be like the four down lineman. So anyway, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they use Micah Parsons. But I kind of like that, Stephen, that Micah Parsons already says they're all about turning him into a pass rusher on third down. So when we think of off the off the line or uh, off the ball linebackers is what we call them. That's basically a typical linebacker that you think of, like an old Mike Singletary lining up at the middle. What we're what we're thinking about it sounds like with Micah is on those third downs, getting him up there really close to the line of scrimmage. So not being off the ball. And, uh, Stephen, i got to say, I think the Cowboys fans probably do feel a little excitement about Mr. Parsons being heavily involved in that pass rush. I would think so, too. And I I feel like this might be a good opportunity for Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Esch as well, or maybe it ends up being Jabril Cox. One of those other guys, because if Parsons, now this might be part of the Dan Quinn 
um, defense or, or what he wants is one guy that kind of plays a, a roving position like this. But if Parsons is not going to be a three-down inside linebacker all the time, then maybe this gives one of those other guys an opportunity to step into that role. Uh, I, I like the idea of moving him around, though, because he's a good athlete. He was able to get to the passer um, when he was in college, and Dallas doesn't have – uh, you know, Demarcus Lawrence, I know he's really good against the run. He hasn't been able to get the quarterback as of late. They don't have just this incredible defensive line that's been getting home with three or four guys the past couple of years. So any help uh, would be good for this team. Yeah, I I agree with that. Now, I thought you would like this, Stephen, in my investigation from rookie minicamp. Uh, Micah Parsons told reporters, and this was uh, – that he was excited to join the veterans in the weeks ahead, including OTAs, quote, I want to learn from Jalen and Vander Esch. He said Jalen Smith reached out to him after the Cotton Bowl a couple of years ago saying he liked his game. Parsons DM'd him back telling Smith he wanted to be Cowboys teammates. How about that? Even back a couple of years ago when Penn State was in the Cotton Bowl playing at AT&T Stadium, they were reaching out to each other. Steven, is that, do you think like Mean Joe Green and the old players from the past, like the, the, the fearsome foursome or the doomsday defense, do you think they love hearing that, that players kind of DM each other and tell them how they like each other's games? <laughs> Does that, do you think that resonates with those guys? Yeah, but I think they, uh, they would really appreciate that. I really do. I think that's great. Also, um, it does look like there was a, a sighting of Dak out there. Now, he can't be in the rookie minicamp, but he was in there working out, and he, he, as the media arrived on the field, Prescott poked his head from the weight room to tell a reporter that his shoes were untied. Stephen, if you had to guess which reporter that was who had, who had their shoes untied, which one would that be? Oh man, it's a tough question. Um, maybe David Moore or Calvin Watkins. No, David would be most likely to be wearing like Bermuda shorts. <laughs> okay, he dresses a lot like Bryce does. Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib. But I think uh, I think Clarence Hill is who I would guess. One more thing, as we plan our our coverage from Oxnard. Boy, remember those days, Stephen? We'd all go out to California, have all the shows out there, and uh, had a lot of fun, had a great time out there. We would uh, get out there, do several shows, and I'm sure we will load up and send everybody. We'll have you out there, Stephen, the whole gang. Um, after uh, practice today, Jerry, jo- uh, Jerry Jones said the team is continuing its push to hold training camp in Oxnard. Where he want uh, nothing official yet. He said uh, said uh, you know he was talking about whether fans could attend those practices. Obviously, the California rules are a little bit different than the Texas rules, and he said we're working through it. But he did go ahead and say all systems are go, so the Cowboys will be returning to Oxnard now. Stephen, I love a good mini camp. I like a good mini camp roster. All right. Uh, I wanted to tell you who are the quarterbacks on this roster because they couldn't use Danucci. He was not allowed to go to this thing. Um, the quarterbacks are 
J.T. Barrett. Steven, does that name ring a bell? Former Ohio State QB, yep. All right, from Wichita Falls, Texas, age 26. He's out there, 6'1", 225 pounds. And then also Brady Davis, who played at Illinois State. All right, and then I'm looking at some of these other ones that are out there for this rookie camp. Uh, Simi uh, Foaco from uh, Stanford, that's one of the rookies they took. That's of interest. And then there's some interesting players from the Big 12. T.J. Vasher, the big, big, tall, 6'6", 203 pounds. He uh, uh, was an uh, undrafted rookie out of Tech. He's of interest to our people. Uh, and then Brennan Eagles, 6'4", 225 pounds, out of University of Texas. All right, so he's out there. Yeah, Vasher was Tech's leading receiver a couple years ago and looked like a surefire draft pick, and then last season was really odd. He was in and out of the lineup because of some eligibility issues and some contact tracing issues at times, um, so he wasn't super consistent, and Eric Ezukama sort of took over as the leading receiving threat for, for Tech, but Vasher is, as you said, big physical wide receiver, can go up and make contested catches, so curious to see how he does in NFL camp. This is a, uh, yeah, it'll be kind of fun. This is an interesting roster, Stephen. The um I'm looking at it, and usually, you know, you, you kind of fill it out with some guys, you know, some free agents and a few from here or there. But with when you get 11 players in the draft, you get them all out there. And some of these guys are already signing. You're getting some contracts signed. And then uh, just to remind everybody, on the D-line are the draftees Golston, Odigizua, uh, Osa Odigizua from uh, – from UCLA, and then um, Quentin Bohana from uh, Kentucky. All right, so Golston Odigiuza Zua, and then Quentin Bohana from Kentucky. What's a mouthful, Stephen? This is going to be an interesting team. And I would say that um, the two linebackers are of great interest. All right, they they did bring in Anthony Hines from A&M, but the two I'm talking about – Micah Parsons and Jabril Cox. Jabril Cox came out of LSU, started his career at North Dakota State. Stephen, you may need both of those guys to end up being starters. Now, Micah Parsons will be slated as a starter immediately. I don't think Jabril Cox will, but I think we're a year away from them really maybe needing Jabril Cox to start. So I, I don't think you like going in desperately needing fourth-round players to start for you, but I kind of think that's where they are with Jabril Cox. Does that make sense? It does make sense, and, I mean, he was a steal, or he was regarded as a steal. So I, I do think that's a guy that you want to see some impact, some uh, contributions from early. Yeah, I think you're right about that because you need, you need depth of that linebacker position, and you have to get some help for this defense. All right, anybody else, Stephen, you're kind of excited about seeing? I, I, I love a, I love the, the six four cornerback. Even though I don't usually think it's a good idea to draft there, especially where they reach for this guy. They some people thought he would go sixth or seventh round. Cowboys take him in the third round. This is a very but but now listen to these defensive backs, Stephen, Kelvin Joseph, um. Nishan Wright, and then um, the safety 
out of South Carolina, uh, Muhakamu, Muhakamu, Israel Muhakamu. I, I, I mean, Stephen, I would say out of those players, they, they need, they need two of the three to be immediate impact players. I don't know if Deshaun Wright is, but I, I, I do not recall a draft where you were, you were, you were really counting on so many of your rookies to hit immediately, especially on just one side of the ball. They have to, uh, they have to improve. I mean, Dan Quinn has to improve things right away, or they're not, they're not going to be better. Like as as much as you'd love to say, oh, Dak's healthy, they'll be fine. They were one in three, one in four when he got hurt in that Giants game. I mean, they were a, a miracle onside kick against Atlanta away from being winless before he went down. Like the offense was a lot better, but they just couldn't stop anybody. So defensively, they, they have to get better. You're right. All right. And then the Cowboys are putting out, Stephen, um, they're putting out all these little posters and stuff. And one of them from an hour ago says, stay hungry. It's a picture of Zeke showing his belly off his his uh, six-pack, and then the go posts are on fire. And it says, parental advisory, explicit content. Is that weird? I don't, I don't – I guess they're just saying the Cowboys are really mean or something. That's that's interesting. Steven, you'll have to take a peek at this. The go posts are on fire. It's a very interesting look with – with uh, Zeke in the foreground. This can be seen at, uh, at Twitter at, at Dallas Cowboys. All right, got a lot to go here, and um, uh, we, we need to talk about what is about to happen with our uh, old friend Kim Mulkey going into the Naismith Hall of Fame. What does it mean for Baylor? What does it mean for Kim? We may hear a little bit from Kim, but we're also going to discuss it. And, Stephen, here's what I want to do. I want to give, and you had this idea, uh, so I want to give you full credit. I want our people to will read to say kind of what uh, what they what what Kim Mulkey's meant to them. What uh, it's almost like going back to youth group or something, Stephen, where people would make nice comments about everyone. Um, what what is uh, what do you what does she mean to you personally? And 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 what do you uh, what do you think about her going in to the uh, Naismith Hall of Fame? And if you want to call and say a kind word about Kim, you can do that, too. You can text or call. The number is 254-662-1660. We pay tribute to the greatest coach in Baylor University history. You want it hot. You want it now. Hot honey pizza, that is. Red sauce, mozzarella, parmesan, ricotta, pepperoni, salami, jalapenos, and a hefty drizzle of Mike's hot honey drizzled on the pizza when it's bubbly and fresh out of the oven. Go to Village Pizzeria at Union Hall in Waco for the unforgettable hot honey pizza that'll keep you going back for more. Visit Village Pizzeria in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Try the hot honey pizza. You'll be back for more. Payments for qualified buyer with 4000 down at 2.9%. TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. Travelers back and so are the savings at the Memorial Day Savings Event at Richard Carr. Hit the road at a 2016 Buick Encore for only $152 a month. A 2016 GMC Sierra for only 
only $318 a month. A 2018 Mercedes GLA for $334 a month or 2015 GMC Terrain for only $135 a month. 100% credit approval is always our goal. It's the Memorial Day Savings Event going on now at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. With a First Central Credit Union home equity loan, it's your choice. Your home's equity can provide the cash flow you need. Use cash for home improvements, debt consolidation, a new vehicle, college expenses, a wedding, dream vacation, a medical emergency, or any other unexpected or desired expense. Act now and enjoy no closing costs up to $75,000. Apply online at www.firstcentralcu.com for a quick local decision. Loan subject to credit approval and some restrictions apply. Offer valid through June 30th, member NCUA. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, wouldn't you tell him? I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? At Pickup Outfitters, we think you do. And we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas, one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco. We're here to help you and your bro. On the web at createacommotion.com. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Astros hit a season high five home runs and beat the Angels 9 to 1 to take that series. After a day off, the Rangers start a series with the Astros in Houston. First pitch at 7:10 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB's men's golf team advanced to the final two days of the NCAA Division 3 National Championship. In the second round, the crew moved up two spots in the team standings and were one of 18 teams to make the cut and advanced to the final two rounds. They tee off round 3 today. Area round in high school baseball gets started for some today. In 6A, Midway at Rockwall at 7. Belton hosts Garland Sassy at 7. In 4A, China Springs versus Taylor at Lake Belton at 7. Lake Belton versus Jasper at Navasota at 7.30. In 3A, Troy versus Codwell at Mumford at 5. And Whitney versus Academy at Whitney at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show, presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Well, I tell you, we were fortunate enough earlier this week to have uh, Kim Mulkey on with us and had a good visit with her. And we got into some of the things, some of the reasons she left. It didn't delve uh, totally into all that. And uh, we'll see over the years. Who knows what will be said, what will be written. Hopefully we can take a pause this weekend to just really appreciate what she has accomplished. And uh, as she said on our show earlier this week, that, uh, man, everything uh, uh, everything she uh, – and it sounds like, Stephen, I mean, I, 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 thought that was, uh, I thought that was pretty cool that uh, I, I don't think she's done a lot of interviews leading up to this. So it was really uh, very cool of her to come on with us uh, to the Mosley and Simcox show and do that. But – um, she, one of the points she made, Stephen, was that she will be going in representing Baylor and how much she loves Baylor. And, and listen, nothing is ever, uh, totally cut and dry. You know, Kim is, uh, a force of nature, as I've said many times, and she, uh, gets put out with people and sometimes she doesn't talk to them anymore and all that kind of thing. It happens. But uh, she, what she did at Baylor is amazing, and I feel like uh, uh, most Baylor people will spend part of this weekend kind of uh, uh, celebrating her career and what she has uh, been able to accomplish. And I, I think uh, Baylor will be well represented, both by hopefully people attending, but also in the way that uh, she presents herself on ESPN, talking about you know where, how she got to the Hall of Fame. Also, she got her start in Ruston, La Tech. She played there, became, played on an Olympic team. And, in fact, when she went to the Olympics, and I guess that was 84, uh, that, was, uh, that was the dream team, and that, was, uh, that would have been Michael Jordan. Was that 84 88, Stephen? Probably 84. And, um, and Michael Jordan will present her. He'll also present Kobe. And people say, well, why is Michael Jordan – you know, presenting. Well, here's the thing. I think you have to choose somebody that's in the Hall of Fame to present you. Leon Barmore, the famous Louisiana Tech coach, is in the Hall of Fame and would have done it for Kim, but uh, he has uh, not been feeling great and is not traveling, even in, under the best of circumstances, does not really care to travel anymore. So he's not going to do that. But uh, it is, uh, it's, a, it's an unbelievable career that she's had. And I think that'll be fun to watch. And we were telling you about there's going to be some uh, – there's a news conference that's going on right now 
that uh, it, and then tomorrow uh, afternoon there will be a uh, the enshrinement, and then they're also going to show tomorrow part of the gala event, which I believe is this evening. So lots of events, and that's all taking place in Connecticut. So I think um, I just think there's been a lot of really cool things that are happening that have to do with the Lady Bear program, and um, I. You know, it's interesting, Stephen. I, I couldn't help but think of Kim because, obviously, the the Baylor made the announcement that uh, that the court was going to be named after the Hurd family, okay, H-U-R-D. You've seen the uh, Hurd, the Welcome Center. Mark Hurd uh, played tennis at Baylor, and then he became the uh, CEO of HP of Hewlett-Packard, and then went on to become the uh, CEO of Oracle under Larry Ellison. And so they, they, the, uh, the, his family has given a lot of money, and that court will be named after Kim. I heard an interesting story recently, Stephen, that back in the day, before Mac and the gang ever arrived, that somebody had, and it was back when Ken Starr was the, uh, uh, was the president, somebody... Um, was uh, had made an offer to like put the Kim's name on the court. They were going to give like a huge uh, amount of money or a large don. I don't know how much huge. People have different definitions of huge, but they were going to give a large donation attached to the court, and the, and it was already they had already said it, stated it, and Stephen the Lady Bears had. You remember this year? It was like five, six, seven years ago. They lost to Louisville in either the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight, and it was a real shocker because that was a great team, and they everybody thought they were going to go to the Final Four and win the national title, and they didn't. They got upset by Louisville, and, Stephen, it didn't happen. For whatever reason, uh, President Starr, whatever happened, they moved on to other stuff, and it didn't happen. The court did not get named after Kemp. So... Kim is gone. Some of these stories as she left, there was talk about, oh, what was she promised? Did she want she wanted the court to be named after her? I think Mac has has basically come out and and confirmed that Kim didn't ask for a bunch of stuff on the way out, like demands, name the court after me, all of that. And um, so, you know, it's it's very interesting. How all this stuff has uh, has has taken place and has come to pass, but uh, the Hurd family, Stephen, the new Baylor basketball pavilion will be. Um, it'll have the the Hurd, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Hurd's name will be on the court. So I noticed everybody was uh, uh, was you know celebrating that last night, and so that'll be nice. I mean, I Stephen, do you do you sometimes? Uh, I and I I think it'll be in a very prominent spot so that's a very nice thing and that family has given a tremendous amount of money also Baylor was using the moment to signify Stephen the uh, arriving at the like one billion dollar mark in in some of the uh, some of these big uh, campaigns they had the uh, light campaign and all that kind of thing Stephen we had some people I thought you would find all that interesting the uh, the story that there was there was a gift. And this, again, I think sometimes it's a little unfair 
anything that with Kim gone right now, I think Max taking a, a brunt, the brunt of the blame on this, and maybe he should on some of it. I don't know, but there was a there was some stuff that came up about a court before he ever arrived, and that thing just kind of went away, and and it, it, partially because they kind of moved on to other things, and partially because they lost. Stephen, they lost that game, and that's kind of how that donation that was going to be tied to naming the court after Kim never happened. I thought that was an interesting story. All right, um, Stephen, what are our people saying on the text line? What are they saying about Kim Mulkey as she gets ready to go into the Naismith Hall of Fame? Yeah, Travis and Axel chimed in. He said, I'd like to thank her for being a champion and bringing a winning culture to Waco. Her enthusiasm and competitiveness made her one of a one of a kind. Um, Linda in Waco had a similar message, saying she came to Baylor at a time where sports were struggling and made it look possible to win here. Uh, Jay in Belton says he'll always remember those national championships. Winning the national title in two thousand five uh, was one of his favorite Baylor sports memories. That of course was the first. Title that Coach Mulkey won with Sophia Young and, and a lot of other great players. Um, and Greg in Waco said, wish Kim well. Uh, she did outstanding things for Baylor. Looking forward to her induction tomorrow afternoon. Now, I I appreciate everybody participating. I think Baylor will send a nice contingent there. Um, I think some people are probably in a no-win situation. Like, if if... If certain administrators go, Stephen, people will just say, oh, that was a PR move. If they don't go, it's, oh, that was disrespectful. Like, there's no – the Baylor people probably can't win in this situation. Now, I think the peop- – the, the, so what will happen is I think the Baylor people that go will be the people that were very close to her – um, you know, like like maybe the the uh, SID who's worked closely with her. I, I think Kyle has a, a big time title. It just doesn't come to mind right now. He'll go. Some of her former players will be there. I know she's taking a lot of family. Cannon, the grandson, will be there. Obviously, her daughter, uh, Mackenzie, Kyle, her son-in-law. It's a good group. It's going to be a wonderful group. And and what I'm thinking is, this needs to be a time where we can just celebrate all that she accomplished in her whole career. But, listen, she doesn't go in the Hall of Fame without doing what she did at Baylor. And all those players and all those coaches and administrators, the people who hired her in the first place, Tom Stanton, whoever else you want to bring up, Jim Turner, Julie Turner, um, all the people that have meant so much to her. Drayton, Drayton McLean. Uh, McLean, you know, means a whole lot to her. All of these Baylor boosters. So I just think hopefully, Stephen, the focus is not on, oh, who wasn't there? Uh, I, the focus should be on all the meaningful people that are there to support her. And uh, it's very exciting. Kim Mulkey goes into the Naismith Hall of Fame. And one of the people going in there, Stephen, is the late, great Eddie Sutton. I, I probably his son will talk, or I don't know who who will present him. Actually, I think a few people are. Maybe Sidney Moncrief, some of his former players. I mean, he coached at Kentucky, Arkansas, Oklahoma State, and he was unbelievable, especially at Arkansas and Oklahoma State. Really, he's always been the greatest of coaches. 
and I think Creighton may have been in there early on. But anyway, what a what a great person, what a great coach. All right, speaking of great people, uh, John Morris, voice of the Bears, is standing by for his two o'clock his two o'clock show, and um, we will uh, turn it over to him, and then we will see you on Monday. Everybody have a great one. Talk to you soon.